This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right. Welcome again, everybody, to another edition of Lauer After Hours. And this evening, we've got a uh, a very sweet interview for you. Travis Rockhold, one of uh, Katie Nolan's producers and Marty's uh, of well, Marty Smith's producers for his podcast joined us this evening uh fantastic guy we got to know him a little bit um we also had a revelation towards the end you're not going to want to miss uh lou uh, did some uh i don't know some investigative journalism i don't know if that's what you call it in reality i think he just did a quick google search and uh dug some stuff up on him Cincinnati bruce has some connections so uh my man bruce helped me out tonight Okay. Yeah, okay. there's no way Lou can take credit for that. Sorry. That was yeah, Bruce's work. It had his name all over it. And uh, yeah, Cincinnati Bruce and Cincinnati Lou are new members of Lauer After Hours, actually. They made their debut tonight. Will you be changing your Twitter handle to Cincinnati Lou? Absolutely. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, uh, Travis was great. He he joined us to to establish his dominance. I know uh, the mayor is a big fan of producers for all of these shows. Uh, mayor had, uh, I think, about a dozen questions for him. I had about a dozen more that I didn't get to, but I do, you know, we've had Mikey A on here. We've had Mikey C. We've had, uh, and we've had Travis now. And again, it's it's always fun for me to hear from the people that are kind of behind the people they're on air, you know, they kind of chime in when's, when's required. But even at those times, it's really obvious that the person on air is relying on them to kind of keep them on course or to kind of, you know, fact check on the fly. And you have to be so quick at it. And in the the same time, keep the things moving on the air. And again, very kind and thoughtful guy, Travis. And and again, is a big fan of Marty Smith and, and Marty and McGee. I thought it was it was a great thrill to be able to spend a little time with him. Absolutely, it was. And uh, Morgan, I know you were uh, rushing to get home to join us for this interview. Uh, I think you sent the link to him. You're always like in transit. I feel like when we record these things, almost. But then you you make it at home and you sound lovely as always. Uh, you got there for your question. How did you think it went? I thought it was really great. Um, I liked that um, man, Matt forgot uh, Mike Ryan, the other producer that we have had on as well. But we, <laughs> yeah. can, we can remember Mikey A and Mikey C, but um, Mikey R, not so much. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'll just leave wow, that there. Glaring, I, I glaring. guess we've had Billy and Chris on too, so yeah. But, but there, he's good, not a Mark. catch, Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> First time someone's called me a good catch, man. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I really did. Um, I enjoyed Travis. I, I really like um, the dynamic he has with Katie and Christina on uh, sports. Um, so I enjoyed that aspect. Like the mayor um, brought, brought the professionalism in his uh, conversation, whereas I did not. Um, but 
I, I enjoyed him a lot. Um, enjoyed. Oh, 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 beep is beeping out of here. I think Rah. the Ice Cats just scored again. Date this podcast. Bleep, bleep. What a goal. Oh my was it the butcher? God. No, it was, uh, so, it was Tippett. No, I, usually we try to keep these uh, podcasts evergreen, but clearly, ladies and gentlemen, friends and family of the uh, podcast, we are we are recording this during a, a, a playoff hockey. The Ice Cats are. Wait, is this the play-in game or is this the the first no, round? Th- th- this is the, th- this is game three of the uh, rare nine game series. It's a seven game series. Okay, you can tell how much yeah. I know about hockey. Holy yeah, bleep. family and Virgo. friends of the Catlantic, we are in this. Discovered. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hopefully everybody enjoys this interview. We are thrilled that you're joining us again for uh, for another interview with the Lauer After Hour Cruise, and we'll see you on the other side. And we're back with another episode of Lauer After Hours. I'm your host this evening at Waffle House on Twitter. And this evening, we are thrilled to be joined by producer for Marty Smith's America and Sports with Katie Nolan. And also, according to his Twitter bio, the John Wick of Sam's Club, one Mr. Travis Rockle. Give it up, y'all. Woohoo! Travis! Travis! Travis, how has your weekend been, my man? Uh, it's been it's been a low key weekend. Uh, not too much going on here. Uh, taking it easy. Okay, okay. So just a nice relaxing uh, uh, weekend. Forty eight hours off. Um, so I, I I brought up one of the the first things I noticed about doing the little homework on you was that you you've dubbed yourself, or, or maybe somebody else has dubbed you this, the John Wick of Sam's Club. Now. Did did a did a tragedy befall you at Sam's Club? Are you a John Wick because you kick everybody's ass while you're in there? Is this about the samples? What is it's this a, about well, exactly? Katie was the one that came up with it. Um, I uh, d- during friendly banter, my friendly banter usually turns into uh, complaints that I have, um, kind of get off my lawn. And I was at Sam's Club and somebody was on Facetime and I just said that I think you should be allowed to walk up and karate chop their wrist and knock their phone out of their hand. I don't think it's that big of a deal if you're on FaceTime or on speakerphone in public. And so, you know, she called me the John Wick of Sam's Club. Okay. Oh, that's okay. That I, I see. I see your angle there. So you think that if somebody is now, is this specific to Sam's Club or just in a public place in general? And anywhere in public, if someone's okay. on speakerphone right. or FaceTime, a simple karate chop and then say, get off speakerphone and keep it moving. Yeah, like you one walk, of those. You just walk like, past them. One of those, like uh, those knife videos or those uh, 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 knife fighting technique videos from the '80s, where you can like do like a swift hand move and suddenly you've disarmed the uh, the guy yeah, that's like trying a to take your wallet. Okay. Yep. Okay. I like it. All right, the John Wick of Sam's Club. Well, uh, I, I don't I don't know what to call you now. I kind of want to call you that the rest of the uh, the interview, to be honest with you. Um, but I, I'll stick with Travis because that's a little little easier to say. Well, Travis, we're going to kick off the rest of the questions right now. I'm going to throw it to our first questioner up in uh, Virginia. Uh, Pam, I immediately forgot where you're from all of a sudden. Halloween Basic on Twitter. Pam, go ahead. Hey, Travis. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, no problem. 
so with the restrictions starting to loosen and everyone's getting vaccinated and uh, we're starting to come to the other side of the pandemic, what is the first big event that you are looking forward to going to? Uh, Eric Church concerts, kind of what I'm working on right now. It won't be till uh, September, but I'm looking to go back to Ohio and uh, hopefully go to Ohio State football game. And then that night, uh, Eric Church just has a concert. So that's kind of what I've got marked on my calendar for. I, I'm, I need a concert bad in my life, extremely bad. So I'm looking forward to some live music. Yeah, us too. We, um, we had, I think, four or five shows that we had already bought tickets for. Um, that's me, $2. Um, four or five shows in 2020 that got canceled. Um, so hopefully, I think here, I think July is when they are talking about live music venues being open. So hopefully, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I actually? Wow, you are going to you're going to make this professional producer's head explode at some point during this interview. <laughs> I am Clean it up, busy, Greg Cody. I am a very busy woman, and I have busy woman business coming in. Uh -huh. You do know they have a setting on the phone that you push; it'll just silence it, right? And you can still <laughs> get the notifications. Huh? No, I hadn't heard about that. I'll ask our um, IT director Allie to help me with that. Thank you, though. Travis, you, um, Pam may or may her her uh, important woman business that she alluded to may or may not be uh, La Liga bet that she's chasing in order to buy a microphone to record this podcast. Can't I, I'm just saying that might be what it is. I have no idea personally. Um, I, I'm not privy to that information, but that that might be what it is. Okay, so Travis, you said Eric Church, right? An Eric yeah. Church concert. Okay, yep. top three concerts that you've been to. Church is number one. Okay, big fan. Um, of him. I saw him like right before COVID hit. Uh, man, a lot of them are kind of a blur. So I'm trying to. Blur is a good band. I didn't know that you've seen them before. Okay. It's uh, uh, beverages were consumed at all these concerts. So I'm just trying to remember. Kenny Chesney's probably up there. Toby Keith. Um, so you're you're a big big country fan. I'm a big country uh, fan. Okay, One of my favorites clearly. all time is Phil Vassar, and I saw him. January of 2020, just a small little like 300 person venue. And that was uh, awesome. Excellent. All right. Good top three. Good top three. All right. Next up, we're going to throw it to Lou Rafter. Go ahead, Lou. Hello, Travis. What's going on, Lou? So actually, now that I know you uh, a little bit more from you, like in Ohio, do you prefer Skyline or Gold Star? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, so I put it on Twitter today. Skyline is trash. Um, I've never had Gold Star, but people from Cincinnati that try to say that Skyline is this like delicacy are just wrong. Skyline chili should not. You don't. You shouldn't eat it. <laughs> okay. I'm well, glad you said it was chili. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was just. I was just, for yeah. everybody else. I didn't know it either one, so I'm glad you said it was chili because I just wasn't sure if everybody else knew it. Right. Was. Right. I, I think it's because I, I was clearly I'm very offended now because I was born and raised in Cincinnati. So like it was like a steady diet of my life from a whole age. So which, well, which Lou, explains a lot as to how Lou became the person yeah. that Lou is. Well, then it's I have true. a question for Lou, because I always say that the relationship between people from Ohio and Cincinnati. Do you look at yourself as someone from Ohio or Cincinnati, Lou? I, I'm going to say it's probably Cincinnati, but see, I haven't lived in Cincinnati for about 20 years, but. I would say, yeah, I'm more from Cincinnati. Than it's, Ohio. It, it's 
for people that aren't from Ohio, it's weird to kind of explain how Cincinnati is this kind of its own like area. And, you know, they, it's a weird relationship. Yes. All right. So here's my next question. Uh, if you, we have to get rid of all the animals in the world, but three, what three animals are you keeping? Man, uh, we're keeping a lion. Um, keep an eagle. Let's keep sharks. Nice. <laughs> nice. Let's, let's keep choice. it crazy out there. All right. Good question, Lou. Uh, Cincinnati Lou sounds like somebody you'd go to make a bet on a horse race in the 1920s. It sounds like someone uh, Pam might be owing money to. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Cincinnati Lou is Pam's bookie. Yeah. Pam's got to lock her doors and possibly move now because the Liga has let me down. Oh, no. Cincinnati Lou might be the bookie, but Cincinnati Bruce is the one that's coming for her legs. Yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, Bruce is Lou's alter ego, Travis. Okay. uh, You you might not be familiar with the lore around this podcast and all the rich history and tapestries that that we weave. Uh, All right. Up next, I'm going to throw it to our foreign correspondent in Australia, Morgan. Go ahead, Morgan. Hey, Travis. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, Of course. I know that um, Christina was a guest on another Levitard fan podcast that we won't name. No, we will name on Ty's podcast, friend of of the pod. Um, But do you feel like you've taken a step above her given that we haven't had Christina on, but we have had Katie? Well, see, that's my goal is that we were worried, Katie and I were about where her head wasn't, you know, the stardom that she was kind of taken. So that's why I would, this was a big move for me to come on here and kind of just let her know that, you know, you know, an ego check for her kind of a little bit, just a, you know, you know, she's yeah, just been about a good ego check. <laughs> yeah. We're just, you know, the union is worried that she might, you know, just go off on her own and do big things. So we're just, we're, we're monitoring it right now. Yeah. I like it. So you don't need turning a Republic, that sort of shit. You just need to keep her in line. And I think that we've helped you do this. Um, no, yes, so, you guys, this is, this so is huge. You are indebted to us here at Lower After Hours. Definitely. Um, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Pam's indebted to someone else, so everyone's got a debt. Um, I also wanted to know, um, I listened to sports. Um, I religiously listened to it. Um, given that uh, one of your takes last week, I haven't produced a podcast before but I've listened to one um and given that you think that Tim Tebow can play um a tight end position just because he's athletic well I know about podcasts because I've heard one so could I produce sports well so I I didn't say that Tim Tebow can play tight end I think it's good to give him a shot at it uh could you produce sports just in case my bosses are listening it's a lot of work um, and I don't know, it's, it's extremely hard and it's, uh, Very it, difficult. It's, it would, yeah, it would take a lot out of you. So you could give it a try. Maybe, uh, maybe we could give you like a, a practice edit. We'll just give you the audio one week and I'll take the, the week off from editing. Maybe we could start there or something like that. That's a very bad idea. Um, <laughs> but, but all ideas are good ideas apparently. Um, so I think I'd be better at tight end than that. <laughs> so maybe we'll, we'll run with that from now on. I mean, you could see if they'll sign you and, you know, see if you can beat Tebow, you know. Get I'm only 33. No, I'm, I'm not 34. He's 34. I'm 33. Maybe I'll wait a year. 
and then I'll be right in the tight end position. Um, I think I think you could do it. Do you really believe in Urban Meyer that much, Travis? I'm a Ohio State fan. I, you know, I Urban got me a national championship and has done wonders for my program. So I, I love Urban. Um, I know that he's uh, he's got some, uh, you know, past things, but I will always, you know, support the guy. Support the people who support the show. I get it. <laughs> Even if they have the devil. I get it. I understand. Um, no, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm the hard-hitting journalist here um, now that I hit Mina Kimes with, like, three really difficult questions. Pow, pow, pow. So, yeah, that's what you come here for. Um, somebody else will ask you about condiments. I'll let you go there. <laughs> Thank you, Morgan. Uh, by the way, Travis, um, done some things is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence about Urban Meyer. <laughs> a lot of heavy lifting. Also, Morgan is in Australia, so I don't think her uh, declaring that you're indebted to us has any legal standing in U.S. court, so you don't have it to does. be. It does. It just... It just the exchange rate's not as big. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, we're we're like the the what do you call them in Australia? Dollary dues? What are I mean, what's the currency called? How would I know, Will? I don't live in Australia. I oh, made yeah. it up and I've never seen it. I forgot. I was she hoping does. he was asking Travis. <laughs> she she does accents. That's right. Um. All right. Up next, I want to throw shrimp it on the Barbie. <laughs> oh, man's back. Bye. Okay, up next, I'm going to throw it to Beep Count. He's got a question for you. Go ahead, Beep. Hey, Travis, thanks a lot for joining us tonight. We uh, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, give me your metal stand of sandwiches. Now, it could be a specific sandwich like a PB&J, or it could be a specific sandwich from a specific restaurant, like, you know, say a number 13, Mike's Way, extra dill pickles, um, regular size on the rosemary parmesan bread from... Uh, Jersey Mike's. Sounds like that's your number one. No, no, not not even close. That that was just a, an, an example. I saw a thing the other week with they've ranked their sandwiches. I really wish I would have looked at that a little more. I'm trying to think. Grilled cheese will always be up there, kind of just that. I don't think you can ever go wrong with a grilled cheese. You can put bacon in it, ham in it, change up the cheeses. Um uh, just to throw chaos into this uh, hot dog, um, oh no! And then I'm... an ice cream, an ice cream sandwich. That's perfect. <laughs> nice wow! No, Everybody no, knows that a hot not. dog is a sandwich. So, hot dog is totally a sandwich. Also, did not see you going off the board there for the ice cream sandwich. Holy! It cow. literally has sandwich in the name. It, it does. Totally it does. <laughs> I I uh I'm sorry Morgan did you have a did you have a follow up question? Yeah, sandwich. Why is a burger a sandwich? Why is I don't uh I thought it was obvious. I mean a, yeah a burger a we, burger. We, hold on, we did not just blindly accept that a hot dog is a sandwich, and now we're going to question the burger. Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm going to start there. The, the hot dog being a burger uh, being that, a sandwich okay. is ridiculous. No, it's just that's just that's off what I, the board. I wanted to yeah. make sure. Yeah, no, Will, it was not- great. You're being a host, being nice to Travis. He, Travis, you are wrong. Not even well, how? Absolutely. Wrong. How am I wrong? <sighs> because it's a hot dog. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not. As going Katie to always tells me, present your facts. And if you don't have <laughs> the facts, or wait, 
Well, pound the table. It, if you don't pound the facts, how does that go? I don't know. It's in a bun. <laughs> I think a after bun or a... It's a roll or a burger. Well, let's okay. So so let's let's drink. let's set the hot dog debate aside. I think they've been arguing that for two thousand years at this point. Uh, ice cream sandwich. So that's going to be your number one. I I love a good ice cream sandwich, but like, are you? I don't know if it's my number one. Okay, I'll, I'll go, so this was I'll no particular grilled, order. I'll do grilled cheese number one. Okay. Uh, hot dog number two, ice cream sandwich three. Okay. All right. I I like it. I like that a lot. Like, and yes, I am being nice, but also I love a damn ice cream sandwich, and I love a good it's, hot dog. The best is when you're holding it, and then when you're done. Where you've been holding it, you still have some chocolate left on your fingers. <laughs> oh my it's the god! The best part. Spoken like a true fat kid. You are you are uh, a man after my heart, Travis. Uh, like that, that is that's the first thing I think about when I think about an ice cream sandwich is the chocolate. Like you don't remove fingers. your fingers from that spot because oh, you don't want to move. You don't want to yep. put a new dent into the ice cream sandwich. You just want to get that chocolate perfect. Oh man! Oh, it's so good. I'm gonna go buy a box of these when we're done here. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With the Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. All right. Uh, good question, Beep. Up next, we're going to throw it to Mayor Matt. He's got a couple questions for you. Go ahead, Matt. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Travis. You said you were doing this for the chaos, and that's mission accomplished. Congratulations. That's and and just best, as right? a point of clarification, since this is not a visual medium, I mean, I agree with what, what Crispy said spoken like a true fat boy you're not a fat boy so uh, that would maybe made the the ice cream answer uh, that much more yes uh, i meant i meant uh so. spiritually yes, like you spiritually. know like me- metaphorically i know what sorry, you meant well. sorry travis so I, I, I do have a question about uh and marty mcgee's part of my saturday mornings uh love uh, those marty, guys uh, marty smith's america is is phenomenal it's part of my rotation as well and not to blow smoke at you, but you know, the, the producer role is very vital when, you know, to the, to the success of the people on the air. And I'd like for you to talk a little bit about the process and, and your role that you play in, in finding stories that are covered like the one that was just on a couple of weeks ago with hot as an example. So uh, the hot red Charlie one, um, which was a derby, one of the horses that ran in the derby, Marty was actually the one that found that one because in his prep for the Derby, he was, you know, reading up on everybody, found out about these uh, five guys from Brown that, you know, after college decided they wanted to do something to stay together and stay close. And they got into the horse racing business and one of the guys has family that's in it. And so they went down that road. And so 
when he was Marty was telling me, but I'm like, let's get the guys on the podcast. Like, you know, one, two, how many th- that can join us? Let's get them on and uh, let's have some fun. There's some, they're a bunch of cool guys and definitely quickly. You could tell that they're guys that I, you know, you break bread with and uh, have a beverage or two with, but yeah, like some of the stories it's Twitter makes uh, producing so much easier as, as bad as Twitter can be. It can be a very useful tool, especially for, um, as you know, with hillbilly headlines coming up with that stuff, Twitter does the work for you. You just kind of have to search a little bit or people will then tweet it at you. That's the best part. So what about, what is your all-time best get that you were able to bring to the, to the table that you feel most proud of or felt was most impactful? I got Baker Mayfield the the week that he got drafted number one overall. That was a pretty big, um, that was an awesome get trying to think who else we've had. Uh, Ken Burns, the documentarian, we had him during uh, COVID. That was one that was six months in the making or something like that. Um, I've had some guests that have, it's, I've looked back from the original, the first email and it's, there's some of them have been over a year from the first time that I sent their people an email to when they had come on the podcast. So with guest booking, it's all about just going after it and if you just can't be afraid for them to tell you no, the worst that happens is they don't respond. If they do respond, even if they say no, now you know that that email is what they use. So then you can circle back and you know that that's an active contact that you can use. So them responding no is actually a positive. I got I got one last one. Sorry, guys. And this is not hyperbole, but the field, the Folds of Honor episode uh, pod was literally, literally life-changing. Um, yeah. What, Dan is, Rooney. what was... What was the most impactful one uh, episode or, or project that you've been a part of that, that you'd like to share with us? Most impactful. I mean, I'm trying to think what we've, Jason Aldean, our very first one was, um, if you guys remember the uh, shooting out in Las Vegas during the concert, he was the singer that was on stage. Him talking about that was crazy. Dan Rooney obviously was big. Um, we had Elena Della on, on last week and, talking about the greatest thing that she's proud of is her sister. You know, this is this woman that is one of the best athletes walking this planet. And, you know, she does, she'll do whatever it needs to be done for her family and her sister. And, you know, she went to UConn and transferred back because she needed to be with her sister and the different things that she's going through. And uh, I think she's someone that a lot of people should just, you know, take a look at and not for what she does on the court she's great on the court but she's even better person off of it absolutely thank you. i've got about 12 more questions but i'll uh, pass it back to everybody else appreciate your time tonight travis no problem you're muted you, you press the little mic wow. <laughs> thank you so much wow travis just press the little mic oh my oh god my. how embarrassing is that I was trying to say that uh, the mayor always has great questions for producers since he uh, produces radio and has been in the radio business for a long time. Uh, So you said uh, you brought up Twitter in one of those answers about how as bad as Twitter can be, it's great for reaching out to guests and stuff. Well, 
my first account, uh, I just wanted to, to kind of fill you in. Maybe you pass this along to the gentleman that uh, this involves. My first account, when we started this podcast uh, a little over a year ago, I had a nice little following going. I had a nice little Twitter following going. It was, uh, it was my account I'd had for years and years and years. I replied to Marty Smith uh, on a tweet about NASCAR one day uh, saying, Hey, Marty. Would you like to come on Lauer After Hours and explain to us the difference between hillbillies, rednecks, good old boys, and uh, I forget what the fourth one was. It was something else. Um, uh, I can't even remember what it was. Anyway, it was just kind of an off-the-cuff thing. I got reported and subsequently banned from Twitter permanently. I am still on the run from the Twitter uh, law enforcement agency uh, due to that reply. So if you could let Marty know that you were on a podcast whose host got banned from Twitter because of replying to him, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm curious, like, who reported that? Because I, I can tell you that he wouldn't because he'd find it no, hilarious. absolutely not. No, no, no. Oh, that's right. It was Hicks. Hicks, Hillbillies, Good Old Boys, and Rednecks. Those were the four that I, I thought of all the people in the, the, the kind of universe that we like to have on, he would be perfect for explaining the nuances and the intricacies. I'm from North Carolina myself. I'm down here at the beach. Um, but uh, I can tell you exactly what happened is that uh, it was around the time that the Bubba Wallace controversy was going on. Uh, so I just replied completely about nothing else, you know, had nothing to do with that, except that it was, a, I'm pretty sure it was a bunch of angry NASCAR fans that decided to mass report me. Uh, and they were probably mass reporting anybody else as well. But it was the word redneck that got me booted off of Twitter. So, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Pass that along to Marty if uh, if it comes up naturally in conversation or you know whatever. Uh, you're 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 probably good at that by now, uh, being his producer and whatnot. All right, gonna move it but, along. But can now. you also answer that, Travis? Can you answer the difference? What are the four again? So uh, rednecks, hicks, hillbillies, and good old boys. So hillbillies are people that are, I would say, breaking the law or doing dumb things intoxicated okay <laughs> uh, good old boys i feel like is just he's just a good old like a, just a night you know a good person like uh a redneck you're just you know your country you'd like to have a good time sure okay and then hick i don't i don't know how to explain that one i feel like hick is what would describe a lot of my extended family uh, like, but, but so, so like good old boys, see, now you said, you said that the hillbillies would be like kind of breaking the law. However, there's some very famous lyrics, just some good old boys never doing no harm. Uh, uh, the, the Dukes never of Hazard, no harm. never meaning no harm. Thank you, mayor. Uh, never meaning no harm. They were always running from the law, uh, on the wrong side of it. So I feel like good old boys, you could be, you know, you could be possibly running some moonshine, uh, you know, uh, some illicit activities. I guess you could be, it could, it can blend over, but there, there's Hill, some hillbilly is always doing something dumb and intoxicated <laughs> just the intoxicated is the crucial it part, has right? to yeah i mean nine times out of ten the story is 
you know, they were found with blood, you know, blood alcohol level, whatever it is. That's <laughs> kind of goes hand in hand. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, that we'll we'll take that into consideration. I'll have to get some Venn diagrams out and uh, you know come up with a formula for it. Perfect. Yeah, you did have the answer correctly to Hick, though. Will you didn't really realize it? The Hick is your extended family that you can call Hicks, but don't you dare let anybody else call them Hicks. That's true. That is that's the perfect true. way to describe it. That's absolutely. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I, I feel like I need that cross stitched on a pillow somewhere in my house now. All right. Uh, up next, I'm going to throw it to Allie. Allie's got a question for you. Go ahead. Hi, Travis. So I on, saw Allie? that you uh, celebrate September 1st as Appalachian State Day. I do as well. So my question to you is, could you explain to us how your day was on September 1st, 2007, which was arguably the greatest day in college football history? It was. So that was the launching of the Big Ten Network. It was the first ever game on the Big Ten Network, Appalachian State versus the school up north or the team up north, however you want to refer to them. Uh, it was on, we, I'm, my dad had direct TV and at the time, Big Ten Network wasn't on all the cable providers. And so I had a couple of friends, we were watching the game and then I actually had to go into work. And so it was like, right when the game ended, then I left and went into work, but I watched it I'm in my base and I can tell you exactly where I was and who my two friends were and watched it. And it's, it's the greatest game. It's one of the, it's the greatest upset ever. And I, I love Appalachian state for that. And they will forever be uh, in my heart. And, you know, at any point, I just, if, if a, a fan of the team up North tries to talk trash or something, that's one of my uh, go-tos is I bring up Appala Appalachian state and it's, it's, they can't rebut it. That's why there's two usually on our podcast, but they didn't show up because they were scared. They, I mean, they, they should be, they, I mean, they, they don't show up in game. So why would they show up here? It's a gacky. All right. Thank you, Allie. All right. Up next, I'm going to throw it to Schweitz. He's got a question for you. Go ahead, Schweitz. Hey, Travis. I'm also from Ohio and enjoyed that day uh, immensely. Uh, so my first question is, what is your middle name? Can't tell you. You sure? Positive. Exclusive? Okay. I can't, no. It's, uh, if it gets guessed at any point by Katie I, or Christine on the pod, we will acknowledge it. But other than that, we're, uh, they just have to guess it. Like, cause I know they'll, they'll tune in here and check it out. And I can't give them the exclusive and they'll cheat. So sorry. I figured I'd give it a shot. My, so my second to question ask. to you though, is, uh, I am also from Ohio originally and haven't lived there for years. And I just want to know, what do you miss most about the state? It's the football, I like football games the most being able to at any point, just go to high state game. That's the best. There's nothing better than a Saturday in the fall. It's the best. If you want, we could, you know, uh, we could throw in Cedar point best, uh, theme park out there. Yeah. Good. Good place for roller coasters. What's that? It, yeah. It's great for roller coasters. Oh, it's the best field trips when you're in school are always there and, the lines weren't that bad when you were in school there. So that's right. Well, thank you very much. Cedar point. We have Carowinds here in North Carolina. I've heard a lot about Cedar point. What's the, uh, what's the big attraction there that like it's known for you'd say. I don't know what the big one is now. They had, I think it was the millennium force when I was there. And then they had this dragster, which is kind of, um, it would just, you know, shoot just straight real fast and you go up and then down. Um, I don't, it's, 
I haven't gone in 15 years or so. So I don't know what the new rides are there, but they've always had, you know, the biggest and the fastest rides out there. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Up next, I'm going to throw it out to Flem and M. Go ahead, Flem. Travis, what's good, my man? So I'm actually curious as a producer, what's your least favorite type of segment to prepare for or to produce, whether it's interviews of coaches taking calls? Like what, what do you is the least? Uh, yeah. I mean, just, I'll, I'll need to elaborate more. Just what's your least favorite thing to do there? I'd say the editing afterwards is the least favorite. I hate editing. Um, like the interviews. I love, if you get a guess, that's fun. And it's, Typically, you're not coming up with, you're just coming up with a few questions. The, the host is going to have the bulk of that. You kind of, you know, fill okay. in some spots. So then what's your least favorite to edit? I'm just, And you don't need to name a name. Just the hardest type of interview, like, okay, this is a bunch of dead air content of we're going to go out there and try again next week, blah, blah, blah. Like just your, and I'm just using coach as an example. It could be college, it could be anything. Just your least favorite thing to have to listen to while editing. I don't, it's just the editing and as a whole, it doesn't matter who it is um, or what podcast, just having to listen back. I like to listen all the way through and not take, I don't take notes because I just, I just want to make sure that I don't miss anything. And, you know, just going back through, it's not, that's the least fun part because you're just kind of sitting there and it can get very boring, I guess might be the word. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, Monotonous. Yeah, monotony. That's a good one. You're just kind of sitting there, you know, and then every time you, you're stopping to delete something, and it's, you know, so if the interview or the podcast is an hour long, it's going to be at least an hour long of editing time. Oh, I mean, okay. I throw in there trying to troubleshoot with technology, especially during COVID and someone's Zoom mic isn't working. And it's like, you, I can only do so much. You know, you're... you seem you seem like you've been on top of all of your technology advice tonight. So I feel like that sh- doesn't seem like the biggest obstacle, Travis. You... Well, when I mean, I can I can always tell my host to unmute their mic. Uh, so when there's when the mic doesn't work, that that's the issue. Nah, cool. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, you were uh, you were real quick on the trigger there for me, Travis. I appreciate that. Didn't give me any kind of grace period, any kind of. Is that a two dollar fine or anything like that? Yeah, that's like a ten dollar fine okay. at this point. I'm pretty sure. By the way, uh, I started at the top of the uh, the interview mentioning your your uh, John Wick of Sam's Club Twitter bio, and Flem said Travis Rockhold absolutely sounds like the guy that kicks John Wick's ass. Like that's a badass name. So now, now, okay. So one of the last interviews we did was trying to get to the bottom of who runs this Twitter account, uh, uh, basically for Lenny Kimes, Mina's dog. And so now we have to put our Lauer after hours journalism resources together and try and figure out what your middle name is. Uh, so it's, it's just nowhere on the internet so far or they are they playing by a certain set of rules here to to kind of keep it going um i have seen somebody i'm not going to say on what platform somebody out there knows it okay um but i don't know if katie and christina have one seen it or know about it we get a first letter well yeah we've already established the first one is a oh I've missed this. My apologies. <laughs> okay, so it's A. So it's Travis A. Rockhold. Yeah. They just yeah, don't know. It's, okay. It's not like it's not like Anthony. 
Well, I would I hope not, because if so, then they are terrible at guessing middle names. Amun-Ra. Close, but no. <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, the guy that just guessed that, I'm going to throw it to Jeff for a question. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, hey, Travis. It's Jeff. Um, so I had a follow-up uh, with your your discussion earlier about FaceTiming in public. Um and so I guess my question is just like, what else in either real life or pre- preferably if you have something in like the producing realm makes you want to use violence on somebody else like that? Like, like the one for me is it's also kind of like in the market. It's like when somebody use, has their, their grocery cart perpendicular in the aisle and and nobody can get by but they're just like too busy looking at like which buster they want or something like that it makes me want to karate chop them also so what are the other things like that that you have well we'll extend the shopping cart to in the parking lot and when people don't return it that uh, i have spoken out spoken up before to somebody in the parking lot at a trader joe's because they wouldn't return their shopping cart uh if you can get, the, if you can use, if you can grab the shopping cart, you can return it. It's how I look at it. It's it's a simple task, uh, and if you can't do that, like, where are we as a site if we can't return shopping carts? Um, I think the past year during this pandemic answered that question pretty easily for you. Then where the other one where is, we're at as a society. <laughs> in middle school, our uh, principal, the rule was you had to walk on the right side of the hallway, same as you know if you're driving a car, and so then it, you at, in middle school, you're like, this is dumb. And then when you realize like, oh no, this is actually smart. And when people don't, it annoys me, especially when they're turning the corner and I'm on the right side and they're coming from the other way and they're turning it sharp and you've run into them because they decided to cut, you know, take the short route, like stay on your side of the hallway and we won't run into each other. Is there anything more awkward than when you and the other person can't figure the, out the dance which side yeah the dance you're like oh i'm gonna go to the right but then they're going to their left and then they're going to their right but you're going to your left, and it's just it's it's the worst right well i think the best way to counter that if you ever get in that situation is pretend you have a basketball and cross them over oh so you can then establish your dominance over them i get it kind of kind of just uh you know take that one big first step and get get by the defender sort of situation. Yeah, put through your leg a little spin around them and then they're just wondering what just happened and i just got crossed over at jfk and i now have to go board a plane with my annie Ann's pretzel and i don't know what to do ankles broken <laughs> yeah you know i like it all right how do you play travis have you ever had uh have you ever had that that thing happen that you see in movies sometimes where you're carrying like a, a bunch of files i don't know maybe marty needs research done on uh you know whoever marty is interviewing that week and then you run into somebody because they're on the wrong side of the highway and then the papers go everywhere i haven't done that luckily because it's damn you know nowadays everything is just on the cell phone so you're not carrying around stacks of papers you should at least carry one manila folder around at all times so that when somebody is on the wrong side of the highway, you can like dramatically throw it up in the air and cause a big scene and make them feel terrible about it. And that would like drive the point home like crystal clear. That's actually not a bad idea. And it, it just also it just makes you look like you're super busy and, and doing a lot of work. 
you could cause a scene that way. I, I actually am going to start doing that at work and just see what happens. Okay. I'll, I'll, report, I'll report back. Okay. Excellent. I'll hit you up on Twitter in, a, in about a month or so and, and find out how that's going. Hopefully you still have a job in a month or so and, and have not been fired for causing scenes. Uh, if not, am I allowed to <laughs> join you guys? How's this yeah, work? Absolutely. Yes, okay. you are. Yeah. Ho- hopefully uh, uh, you, you haven't done an exit interview in the next month uh, due to carrying around a bunch of blank papers. Like that's the other thing too. You got to scoop those things <laughs> up really fast unless they actually have something that can trick a person into thinking it's actual work. If you just carry printer paper around, it's going to look kind of foolish. Okay. So I'll just print off like a, I'll find a, a article and print the, exactly. the article off like 10 times. There you go. There you go. Transcripts and article just, yeah, exactly. And then exactly. I'll like have some stuff redacted. So they think it's like really important stuff. Oh, even better. See, now you're thinking, man, now you're thinking, I love this idea. Love this idea. All right. I'm going to throw it back to Lou Rafter. He's got a little something for you. Go ahead, Lou. All right. Can I, can I try and guess your middle name? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to guess. You found it on Twitter, didn't you? Nope. Wow. Someone... Oh, my gosh. Where, where's uh, it at? Cincinnati Lou has some connections uh, online. Uh, I, I won't, I, I have your voter I, records, I, too. <laughs> Uh, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I have Jesus, your Jesus, Allie. I have <laughs> your yeah, I found it five name. minutes ago. But- I, I, I wait a second. We we need to we need to bleep that out during the podcast. We can't. We, we, no, we we get to flex on knowing it, but we can't share that with the world. Exactly, exactly. We all know it. Like like. Yeah, I is, found it too. This is privileged information. Uh, but we, okay, we will. Okay, I, I'll, I'll beep it out. Don't don't worry about it. I've already got it covered. Okay. Okay. All right. We will beep this out and we will, we will, uh, upload a clip of this, this segment of the podcast and we will flex on Katie, uh, for, for knowing your middle name. Yeah. We just need a statement from you saying that Lauer after hours got it right. And, and that'll be good with all of within us. one taping, by the way, within one recording of an episode, we found it. And see, that's the scary part about the internet is you can find so much like it is. I didn't like I didn't know that my like there's a lot of stuff out there I know on the internet about me, but I didn't know that my middle name was ever out there. And that's kind of scary in a way. I'm Travis, sorry. we didn't we didn't send our best and brightest in Lou. Lou spelled Christine Lisi's name wrong on a hat. Wait, which part did he spell <laughs> wrong? Christine or Lisi? Uh, Christine. Christine. From a visual aspect, is there anybody scarier to guess your middle name than Bruce with the beard in the warehouse? It's just the worst person on this Zoom call to have your middle name at hand. Especially, Especially when after telling this, him he has multiple, multiple he gets personalities. this close to the camera whenever he talks, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's so good. Okay, Lou, uh, go ahead and give Travis. Uh, let's let's give Travis what he's won for you guessing his middle name. Okay, so uh, we doing some more research. We learned that you are a huge wine fan, so we made you a red solo cup hat that says wine snob on it, so you can Perfect. let everybody know how much of wine you love. I've I've been getting into wine. Been trying to. Right now, it's just white wines. I need to find some reds that aren't too dry. That's my problem with the red wines. Um, and I've, I, when I first started, I was drinking out of a mason jar. I have upgraded to wine glasses, but a sol- there's nothing better than a solo cup. It, there's something about 
a texture on the outside and it, it, it it's the best thing to drink out of if you go to red then you have to get different glasses as well because you have to be like an even bigger wanker it's like it's 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 difficult. Like white wine, like you can just put it like it's just trash wine. So you can just put it in a solo cup. Well, don't Red you guys wine, don't need to, to call my you have wine to swirl trash? It. You have to swirl it. You have to sniff it. Yeah, but see, it probably it probably smells different because it swirls different over here. That's your mm, issue. It's swirl the wrong way. <laughs> the talent. Yeah, the talent. <laughs> it swirls the wrong way. You <laughs> fools! I don't even um, live. Good joke. I've got my uh, I've got my teal solo cup right here, Travis. Um, get up with Lou. Lou will hit you up on Twitter and to and find a place to send that hat to. But that is yours. Perfect. That no, that's is... all right. I already I already know where he lives. Yeah, he's got, <laughs> he's got my address. <laughs> he's on Thanks. the way. He'll be there by the morning. Nailed it, Lou. <laughs> all right well uh yeah lou's lou's gonna hop on a uh midnight greyhound and he'll be there in the morning okay travis someone just knocked on my door hold on yeah (laughs) uh travis rockhold thank you so much for joining us this evening we really appreciate your time hopefully you are now the number one producer uh for katie uh you have established your dominance uh re-taken your position as numero uno in that that uh studio so on the count of three, can I get a thank you, Travis? One, two, three. Thank you, Travis. 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 Thank you, that was fun. Thank you, Travis. You were great. No, thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.